Coming up on today's Locked On Golden Gophers, we've got plenty to talk about from over the weekend. Philip Rabracha chooses Iowa over Minnesota on Friday. We'll catch up on that now. And also, it's draft week. So where do all of the experts have Rashad Bateman going on Thursday or Friday or whenever they have him being selected into the NFL? We'll talk about all of that here as we start off our week. Plenty to go over over the weekend on Locked On Golden Gophers. Welcome into the program, Nate Dickinson with you every single weekday with everything you need to know about the Minnesota Gophers. A reminder, you can follow the show on Twitter at LO Golden Gophers. Follow me at Nate with Sports and of course, wherever you're listening right now, subscribe, review, rate five stars, all that good stuff. Help us out and we can of course help you out every single day by bringing you everything you need to know about Minnesota sports. In that vein, let's start up with what you may have missed over the weekend around Minnesota. Coming up later in the show, we're going to talk about Philip Rabracha, a player who does not choose Minnesota basketball in the transfer portal over Iowa, ending up going to the Hawkeyes. And we'll also talk about Rashad Bateman's draft stock more and more as the day nears closer and closer. Our program today is brought to you by Built Bar. You can head over to BuiltBar.com and get 15% off your order with the code LOCKED15. That's LOCKED15 over at BuiltBar.com. The best taste that you can get to go alongside your protein out there. It's BuiltBar.com and again the code LOCKED15. Well, let's get into some Minnesota news from over the weekend, starting with an honor coming the way of a future Minnesota Gopher in Chaz Lucius. Now, Lucius is still just a high school hockey player, but he's signed with the Gophers already and has now another thing to add to his resume. He's been chosen to the U18 U.S. hockey team. They'll be starting up at events in Plano, Texas today. Lucius will be down there with the team representing the U.S. and, of course, the Gophers. Well, last week, Sarah Bacon won the Honda Sport Award for diving, became the first gopher to ever do so in an individual sport, and now Lexi Rambler is going to try to follow suit. She's been named a finalist for the award in gymnastics. If you remember, the award is given to one woman in each sport in 12 different sports, and then throughout those 12, one athlete is named the Collegiate Women's Athlete of the Year. The men do it too. The Gophers, though, may have two nominees on the women's side if Rambler can pull home that gymnastics award. We'll find out later this week. In other news in transfers, a couple of players leaving Minnesota, one on the football field. Seth Green, a player who had become a bit of a Minnesota fan favorite, has chosen to join the Cougars of Houston. It leaves the question now, who will fill in that hole of kind of utility receiver slash wildcat back slash everything that Seth Green was? P.J. Fleck can certainly find that guy. He's been pretty good at recruiting those kind of guys, but it'll be interesting to see, again, who fills in that role this fall. Also, in other transfer news, Martise Mitchell, former Minnesota Gopher on the basketball court, is headed home. The Chicago native has chosen Northern Illinois as his school of transfer. He will join on with the Huskies and try to carve out a role for himself in the fall, closer to his hometown, again, of Chicago. The Gophers did add one runner, also on the uh, distance running team's Transfer from BYU, Ethan Cannon is now a part of the team. He finished 83rd at the cross-country championships this season for BYU. 
Finally, Ben Johnson and Lindsey Whalen have been announced as honorary coaches of the spring game that takes place this Saturday. That's May 1st. And of course, we'll have all sorts of coverage leading up to that spring game and next week afterward, telling us everything we need to know about what goes down if you can't be one of the 10,000 people at TCF Bank Stadium this weekend. One of those lucky few. Before we get into everything going on with Philip Rabracha, his choice of Iowa over Minnesota, and the kind of reality check that that brings into Minnesota basketball in this offseason, some scores from over the weekend for Minnesota. Again, the weekends are heavy with Gopher Sports, so we'll just go over stuff from Sunday. The Minnesota women's golf team was at the Big Ten Championships this weekend, competed throughout the weekend, and finished 11th as a team. The Minnesota softball team finished up a series with Iowa on Sunday, ended up winning that series with a 9-4 win over the Hawkeyes. The baseball team's woes continued, though, on the road at Indiana in an ugly one, 23-1 the final as the Gophers fall to the Hoosiers. That's a look around just the scores from Sunday for Minnesota Gophers Sports. We'll tell you more about everything else going on, of course, as the week continues here on Locked On Golden Gophers. But after we come back, we'll dive into Philip Rabracha, a player who we've talked about before, who has talked to Ben Johnson multiple times, but did not choose Johnson's basketball team out of the transfer portal. Why did Rabracha go to Iowa over Minnesota? We'll break it all down in just a minute here on Locked On Golden Gophers. If you need a place to bet on any of the sports that are going on right now, we're talking baseball, we're talking hockey, we're talking basketball, which is going to get into the playoffs soon when things get really exciting, then you can go over to betonline.ag and find the best lines for really anything. They've got lines on not just sports, but reality TV, the award shows, the Oscars were just last night. If you like betting on any of that kind of stuff, you can find the lines for all of it over at betonline.ag. It's the place that we go for all of our lines. If you hear a line on the podcast or any Locked On podcast, it comes from their website. And we can help you out with that money problem, too. If you're looking for something to spend some cash on, we can give you some free money. Go over to betonline.ag, enter in the promo code LOCKEDON, and get 50% of whatever your first deposit is in as a welcome bonus over at BetOnline. So you can go over to BetOnline, get all the lines that you could ever want, all the info you could ever need on the bets you're putting in, and some free money to play with, thanks to us over here at Locked On. Again, the promo code LOCKEDON at betonline.ag. Head on over there right now and sign up for your account. You've got nothing to lose. And... Quite literally, free money waiting for you over at their site. It's betonline.ag. Well, Minnesota's had some pretty good luck in the transfer portal so far. It's been a tough go as far as losing players for the Gophers, but you can't complain about what Ben Johnson's been able to do to get guys back so far. He's brought in Minnesota talent, guys who have wanted to come home, but misses out on a player in which Johnson had been going after pretty hard in Philip Rabracha, a transfer who chooses Iowa over Minnesota. And why? Well, we'll talk about that in just a minute and try and pull out a silver lining, too. 
But first, the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 presented by Locked On and Odyssey is happening right now. Right now. Featuring analysis from NFL experts Michael Irvin, Jason LaConfora, and Brian Baldinger. Our local experts for every team making trades and picking the next stars of their team. Search the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 on the new Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Odyssey is your audio home for all the sports, podcasts, music, and news that matter to you. That's Odyssey. A-U-D-A-C-Y. All right, so let's chat a little bit more about Philip Rebracha, a player who was heavily, heavily wanted by Ben Johnson. In the talks about transfers that Minnesota had gone after or were going after, there wasn't one who had taken quite as much work as Rebracha has. It had usually been that Minnesota pops up as a name on someone's radar, as someone who Ben Johnson had reached out to or had had Minnesota ties. And to be quite honest, in the way we had done things on the podcast, it had kind of gone, there's interest, so we talk about him at one point, and then about a week later, the guy had decided. So it's either we're discussing who are these guys like Parker Fox or Jamison Battle who will be coming to Minnesota, or we're talking about, well, why didn't Minnesota get these guys about a week later? With Rebracha, it was different. We talked about him a few weeks ago, maybe even close to a month now. And he was someone who Ben Johnson went on right away as soon as he got this job and had been pushing for hard. And Rebracha narrowed his choices down to Iowa and Minnesota. And at the end of the day, he chooses the Hawkeyes, telling the Des Moines Register, and I'm speaking directly now from the paper. So I quote, the reason I chose Iowa is because the combination of the culture coaches and the team they do things the right way and i want to be a part of that not saying minnesota doesn't but i think in iowa that is i think is a better overall fit it's a better overall fit he said which uh, again i'll repeat again that when someone doesn't choose minnesota especially right now and you start to get upset about it you kind of have to step back and realize what you're looking at with this team right Like, there's going to be guys that Minnesota cannot get. Because Iowa has the stability right now. There's an opportunity for Rebracha to be able to play right away. That team in Iowa is not only losing Luca Garza. They're losing Jack Nungi, too. I, I don't know exactly how to pronounce his last name. But the other big guy that they had, he's gone as well. So Iowa needs size and I and I read through even some Iowa blogs prepping for this they're they're so spoiled with who what they've had before that there's concern that Rebracha is only six foot nine and 230 pounds because Minnesota would be so so grateful to have a player of that kind of size on the roster to be able to fill in some length right now Iowa's worried that that guy might not be big enough just a perspective on where the two teams are at but with Iowa there's a team that obviously has Stable coaching obviously has a history of success that Minnesota has recently, or Minnesota does not have recently, especially, of course. And it's just another reality check to kind of realize that, hey, Minnesota can sell players two things. It can sell a player an opportunity to come play close to home or in your home conference in the Big Ten, which has been the biggest selling point for the transfer Minnesota has gotten so far. The other thing the Gophers can sell is an opportunity, a chance of knowing that if you go to the Gophers right now, that team is so fragmented at the moment, even if it ends up being a good basketball team. Right now, it's so unput together 
that you're going to have a chance to be able to make a significant dent into some Big Ten playing time no matter what. If you feel like you haven't gotten your fair shot at wherever you've been and that's why you're in the transfer portal, Minnesota is a beacon of light saying, hey, I can't promise you a lot right now. This team doesn't have a lot, but I can promise you the chance to be able to play Big Ten basketball, the opportunity to earn a spot in a Big Ten basketball rotation. That's the two things Minnesota can offer. A place close to home for some people and a place where you at least got a shot for anybody. And while that can be plenty appealing to guys who are in this transfer portal, in this situation where they feel like they need a fresh start, you have to realize that there are other schools who have holes to fill as well. And while Iowa may not be able to get every sort of player over Minnesota, when it comes to a big, both Iowa and Minnesota need guys who can fill that playing time. And when you're Philip Robracha looking at both teams, and saying to yourself, well, I have no sort of loyalty to Minnesota. Why would I? I mean, that. not that he thinks that. But again, it's not like he's from here. He has no reason to come back to Minnesota emotionally. So from a basketball standpoint, if the opportunity to play is the same at both places, there's no reason to choose Minnesota over Iowa. Because Iowa knows what it's doing. Iowa has itself together, at least in some way. Not saying that Ben Johnson won't be able to do it. He just hasn't done it yet. He hasn't had the time to. So the Gophers can get a lot of players using those two big selling points. But it won't get a lot of its top choices. The other teams that have the same holes to fill as the Gophers have every opportunity better than Minnesota in every aspect to provide to a potential transfer, no matter what. If Minnesota needs something, and Iowa needs it too, or any other team really in the NCAA, or at least in the Power Five, that team gets the player before Minnesota does, unless there's some sort of emotional attachment. Ben Johnson talked about when he hired his assistants, Jason Kemp and Dave Thorson, about how he got his first options. He got the guys that he called first. They both said yes. That is not the case when it comes to these transfer players. He will not get his first choices. And the silver lining here, the thing that if you're a Gophers fan, you can say, all right, well, at least there's something to look forward to, or at least something to take away from. It seems like Ben Johnson at least understands that. As a first-year coach coming into a program which you played for, which you grew up rooting for, it's easy to have your head in the clouds. It would have been easy for Ben Johnson to come in and say, you know what, I'm going to turn this program around right now. It's not the way that college basketball works, and it seems like Ben Johnson at the very least understands that to a point where he was able to, again, right off the bat, not fall for the bait of some of the higher-end transfer portal players out there. Because I think at least, and again, this is just me speculating, I think at least Ben Johnson walked into the program and realized, yeah, I'm not going to be able to get those guys. But there are some guys here underlying that are going to be making decisions very soon that I need to jump on right away. And Johnson did that perfectly. There are five players coming into Minnesota to replace the eight that left already. That's something Johnson knew he needed to be able to do. And he was able to recognize right away when he got hired that it was not something that was going to be able to wait. 
that this was not something where he was going to be able to get his feet wet for a little bit, maybe have some fun trying to go for some of those higher level tier transfer portal players, and then maybe lose out on a Parker Fox or a Luke Lowy or a Jamison Battle. Johnson didn't make that mistake. He didn't lose out on those players. He got those guys he knew he could right away. And he isn't falling for that kind of reach. That one player that maybe he shouldn't be going for. Listen, everybody wants Minnesota to be able to get a Chet Holmgren kind of player. Everybody wants Ben Johnson to be that coach who can be the guy who gets him. And to be fair, to be fair to the fans who are calling for that right now, that is a lot of what's been sold about what Ben Johnson can do. But he isn't doing it right away. You don't turn this program around from having eight players transfer out to being able to pull in top talent overnight. I've said this plenty of times and I'll say it again. But Ben Johnson, at the very least, I think with the way that he's handled these transfers so far, you can tell that he understands where the program's at. He's not trying to get ahead of himself, which, especially for a young coach, the youngest in the Big Ten, in his first head coaching job, that's something that is far from a guarantee and certainly welcome for at least me and it should be for all Minnesota fans. The expectations are high on Ben Johnson, but he understands that that does not mean he has to get the top guys right now because he can't. And he's not wasting his time going after them. He's using his time wisely towards the players who can and will come to Minnesota. So I have at least a little bit of hope because of at least the smarts he's shown in the first month or so on the job. We'll take another break. After we come back, we're switching over to the football field. Rashad Bateman is now into the week in which he will become a professional football player. We'll talk about where the latest mock drafts have the Minnesota wide receiver going in just a minute right here on Locked On Golden Gophers. If you need protein this week, just like you might need it every other week. You need some all the time. I hope you're eating well. But if you're working out and maybe need some supplemental protein, I'm saying Built Bar is the place that you need to go to get all of it. Built Bar has all the other protein products you can get anywhere else, to be quite honest. But what makes them different is just how good it all tastes. If you're looking for a protein bar, Built Bar makes some crazy stuff. I'm not going to lie to you. And some of it you're going to look at and say, oh, that sounds disgusting. But they're looking to try and get you to find that one. That one flavor that you see that kind of catches your eye and you have to try it. You have to at least order it and say, all right, is this really going to taste as good as it sounds? I promise you it does. And you can get some money off by trying it out right now by going over to BuiltBar.com and using our promo code LOCKED15. It's LOCKED15 at BuiltBar.com for 15% off your order. Do it right now. Try out their products over at Built Bar. I promise you're not going to believe that there's all this healthy stuff and all the good tasting stuff that you're tasting. Go over there right now and at least give it a try. Again, BuiltBar.com and our promo code LOCKED15. I'll be back in just a minute. Nate Dickinson with Locked On. Nate Dickinson back here on Locked On Golden Gophers. Going to talk Rashad Bateman draft stock to wrap up the show. Get it done real quick as we're running low on time. 
like to play myself out. A little bit of a nod to the Oscars from last night. It, it, we try to keep things half hour or less here on Lockdown. I've gone over a couple of times in the last week. So I'm going to try and keep things within our limits here in our episodes now. Uh, constrain myself a little bit for talking too much Gophers at once. So we'll get in real quickly to where Rashad Bateman lands in on some mock draft boards right now. And speaking of the draft, this year the Locked On Podcast Network is partnering with the Draft Network to cover the NFL Draft live. Get insight and analysis from Locked On local experts and the Draft Network's national experts. Subscribe to the Locked On NFL YouTube page to watch live three-day coverage of the NFL Draft April 29th through May 1st. April 29th will hopefully be the day that Rashad Bateman ends up an NFL football player as he leaves Minnesota for the pro ranks with a good resume to his name and projections in the first round pretty consistently now, after it was not always certain that he would be there. After finishing the 2019 season as Big Ten's receiver of the year, it was kind of thought of as, as long as he didn't mess it up, Rashad Bateman was going to be a first-round pick next season. Well, Bateman didn't mess it up, but the coronavirus pandemic may have. He opted out, then back in, then out again, played about half of a season with the Gophers. Didn't do anything to suggest that he was anything that he wasn't the season before when he was Big Ten Player of the Year. But at the same time, when you're not showing out like you are in 2019, somebody else is. So you have guys jumping over Rashad Bateman, who maybe would not have been in that spot, say, if we had back rewinded back to, say, the end of the 2019 season. But uh, I'll stop rambling and let's get into the numbers here. By the way, in our Ultimate Mock Draft, which you can listen to right now, again, search the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021, Rashad Bateman went number 20 overall to the Chicago Bears, a more popular pick among teams that might be looking to draft Bateman because the Bears are looking for a wide receiver. They'd like to put one alongside Allen Robinson while at the same time having some insurance for Allen Robinson if they choose not to continue along with their star receiver. So Chicago is a prime destination in mock drafts, and they're in that number 20 spot too, which is about where people think Bateman's value clocks in at, in that 20s range. In NFL.com, he's slotted to go number 27 to Baltimore. SB Nation has Bateman number 22 to the Tennessee Titans. CBS clocked him in at 20 to the Bears as well. The NFL mock draft database compiles a whole bunch of different mock drafts and comes together with a consensus he had, they had, Bateman at number 19 to Washington. Pro Football Network's Andrew Schulte had him as high as number 16 to Detroit. That's the highest I saw him go. And Sports Illustrated's Andrew Fabiano had him at number 22 to the Titans as well. So it looks like Rashad Bateman is squarely in the middle of that second half of the first round kind of group. It seems like that first half, what you would call like the NBA lottery of the first round, is in one tier, and then Rashad Bateman sticks into that second tier pretty squarely. So once that first tier of players go, it just becomes a matter of time. Like, when does Rashad Bateman get picked after, say, pick 15 or even 16? Again, Pro Football Network's Andrew Schulte had him right there. We'll talk more about Rashad Bateman throughout the week, and again, we're running low on time. I wanted to talk a little bit more about him right now, but we will wrap things up for the moment. And we'll talk more about it maybe with Ryan Burns of The Athletic. He'll be joining us tomorrow right here on Locked on Golden Gophers. Going to talk to him about, of course, well, everything going on with Minnesota because those people over at the, the Athletic, they know what they're doing. We can ask Ryan just about anything. 
he'll be able to give us a good answer on it. We'll talk to Ryan again tomorrow right here on Locked On Golden Gophers. Until then, row the boat, sky you ma, go Gophers. I'm Nate Dickinson. Be sure to follow us everywhere at LO Golden Gophers on wherever you're listening right now, and we'll be back tomorrow.